Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hey, and welcome back to episode number 35 of the Habit Queen podcast. Today, I have a very special guest for you. And today, we're going to dive into the topic that is not discussed as frequently as I would like. When it comes to the areas of women's health, we often talk about weight loss, hormones, or fitness, but we don't talk about digestion enough. So today, I have Melanie Morton, who is the queen of women's health and she's been a health coach for quite a while and I have so many questions for her. We're going to dive into this topic and she's going to share her the most incredible tips with you. Here's Melanie's short bio. Melanie Morton is a wife and mom of two living in San Diego with her family. She's the owner of Melanie Morton Coaching and founder of the MILF Method, a life coaching program for moms who want to create the life of their dreams while providing for their family. She's been in the health and wellness industry for the past eight years and in the online coaching industry for the past three years. She's passionate about helping women put themselves first so they can make the greatest impact in the world around them. When she's not on client calls, you can catch her at the beach with her family, baking or listening to a true crime podcast. Melanie is one of my personal health heroes and coach heroes. She's my mentor and one of the people I admire because over the years she's grown so much and she helped thousands of people improve their health. So let's dive into today's episode so I can share what we talked about. Hi Melanie, welcome. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to chat with you. Me too. I've been looking forward to this podcast episode for a while. And you guys who don't know who Melanie Morton is, you just listened to introduction about her, the official bio. But I'll tell you a backstory. Melanie and I met in November 2019. She was my coach. She was my <laughs> business coach. I was in one of the programs, Rachel Bell's uh, Online Coach Accelerator, slash the best program on the planet. <laughs> and uh, Melanie was the head coach there, and she still is. And that's how we met. And I spent many, many hours in her beautiful basking in her energy every week for 12 weeks, which was glorious and unforgettable. So I'm super mm -hmm. grateful for our path to met and crossed that way and i'm so happy to have to to be able to pick your brain today on a different topic before yes. we dive in i want to ask you uh tell us your story who is melanie morton oh well thank you so much first of all anya for just having me on and for that amazing introduction i loved our time together in oca and it's so cool just to see how much you've grown and flourished and how much your business has exploded since our time together in that program so i'm so proud of you so yeah thank you so much for for having me and for sharing that melanie morton let's see that's a long that's a long story i feel like i feel like my whole life is has happened in the last seven years that's really when my life was just it went full throttle so about seven years ago i met i was working as a personal trainer at equinox and uh that's where i met my now husband aj and just you know a couple weeks after meeting him i found out i was pregnant and that's when my life just kind of took this whirlwind, like go, 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 hustle, hustle. And it really just, I had to grow up really quickly and figure out, you know, life really quickly as I went from, you know, living with my parents to living with now this man that I barely knew that I was about to have his baby and 
we were getting married and all these different things. So it really did force us to grow up really quickly, but it also made me realize what I truly wanted in life. And it did, it took some soul searching for me. So like I said, I, I've always been into fitness, health, wellness, and I met him while I was a personal trainer and I was still into, into all of that. I was still into fitness. I was still a certified personal trainer, but I was just, I was a stay at home mom for about five years and I had tried, you know, a couple jobs here and there. I've actually had a lot of jobs, but I was never truly happy. And I never felt like I, I was living up to my full potential. So about, you know, after doing the stay at home mom thing for about five years, that's when I just got really serious about starting my own business. And I wanted to be able to be present with my kids and watch them grow up and be able to work from home and to have freedom, have flexibility and still provide for my family. So that's when I went, I went back to school for nutrition and I really wanted to just make an impact with any, any woman that I could, no matter, I didn't want it just to be locally. I wanted to be able to help women all over the world. And that's when I invested in a business mentorship program, which is OCA, which now I'm the, I'm the head of coaching for, which is amazing full circle. But I invested in that program back in 2017 for my business and my business took off really quickly. And, um, it was, it's, I re I really focus on helping women. Yes. With weight loss, but also all of those other things that we're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. So my main priorities when I work with women are, you know, focusing on strength training and digestive health. So those are like the key things that I really like to keep my energy and my focus on because once those you know horm hormones are in balance, your gut health is in check, you're lifting heavy, everything else just kind of falls into place health wise, right? So that's you know that's kind of what I focus on in my coaching. So like I said, my my coaching business took off rather quickly. I'm super grateful for that. I worked really hard for that, and I've had my business Melanie Morton Coaching for the last, uh, gosh, two, yeah, since 2017. So it's been a while. It, it is shifting a little bit right now. So I'm sure we can get into more of that later, but yeah. And, and right now I'm, I like having that business has allowed me and really investing into OCA, helping me with my business that has allowed me to be able to provide for my family and be able to have, you know, a bigger, bigger house, bigger space, just better quality of life for, for my little ones. And uh, we're actually moving this weekend into, into a new space. And I was able to move, to move my family from Chicago to, uh, I'm in Encinitas in San Diego right now. This was our dream to live here. We've been trying to get out to California for the last six years, basically since AJ and I met, I like, we just knew that we wanted to be in California. So here we are, we're, you know, we're about to move into our dream home and we've got our two little boys, Harlan and Wilder. I still have my coaching business. I'm still working with OCA. So I feel like I'm just finally being able to settle and enjoy the life that I've created while still working towards other goals, of course, but I'm just at a really great place in my life where, yeah, we can just kind of bask in you know, what we've done and what we've created for, you know, ourselves, our relationship, our kids' lives, everything. So yeah, that's, that's where I am right now. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the tip of the iceberg, guys, because I've heard Melanie's stories there, story more than 10 times, I think, on our coaching calls and different deviations of the story, variations. But I feel like in my mind, you're seriously, I admire you so much and appreciate everything you do because you give women hope. You give women hope. And in my mind, when I think about someone who can do it all, that's you. And I'm sure you have bad days. I'm sure you've seen so much hardship and struggles before and know your story. That's why I'm saying that, that you guys mm. want to go on Melanie's stories on Instagram and check her out and see how she shares her life, how she shared it before as well. I think you shared it too. It's incredible how, who you're becoming and still wearing all of those hats, still taking care of your little humans and bigger humans and taking <laughs> care of hundreds of students on a daily basis. Yet you're fully committed to your own health. What was the biggest like aha moment? Why did you decide to dedicate your life to teaching others, teaching women to lose weight, get stronger, have better digestion, feel confident in their bodies? What was the biggest maybe aha moments? Maybe sometimes it's the challenges that makes us that way. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for all of that. Again, I would say my biggest aha moment, it's basically a lot of little moments that really led to just waking up and feeling unhappy and unhealthy and really just more so mentally. But growing up, you know, I, I've, I was around women all my life. So my mom, my grandma, my sister, and it seemed, and just even society and magazines. And I was always really into fitness and health and nutrition and learning about it. I loved reading about it. I loved researching it. But I was surrounded by all of these women who hated their bodies and who were constantly dieting and were constantly just complaining and comparing about their bodies and how much they were eating or how little they were eating and how proud that they, that they were, that they were hungry, that, that that meant that they didn't overeat today. And you know, all of these things seep into our brains and it's what we're, we're grow, or we grow up hearing this stuff and it really becomes normal and it becomes second nature to hear women complaining about their bodies and just re- really being negative and down on, on themselves. And I really wanted to, and I, I mean, I suffered with that as well. So even growing up, I, I was bulimic in high school. And then even when I was pregnant with my first Uh, with my first son, those tendencies and those habits started to creep back up on me because I still hadn't done the inner work. You know, I was, I was very good at covering things and sliding them under the rug and overworking, under eating, and just kind of like having this facade of like, I'm good. Everyone's good. Like I'm healthy. It's fine. I like to work out and I'm, I'm eating enough, but underneath it all, there was so much just negativity around around my body, around my mental health, around the food that I was eating. I was so obsessed with what I was eating, what was on my plate. I was very obsessed with labeling my diet, making sure I was eating clean all the time. And like when I was actually doing this, when I was so paranoid about what I was putting into my body and I was over-exercising, I was working out sometimes two times a day, running so much. I was, I used to be a marathon runner. Uh, I was running so much. I was doing so much cardio. And I was in, I was still at such a negative place with my body. Like I hated my body, especially after having two kids, your body just changes so much. You know, I was like, man, I'm doing everything quote unquote, right. And I'm exercising right. And I still hate my body. Like what is wrong with this? You know? So I had to just kind of zoom out and get rid of all of the labels that I was putting on myself. I had to start really small and start even just by uh, I had to really cut back my workout. So I did it. I, I stopped, I stopped working out for like three weeks. I remember I would just walk and I didn't change anything about my food. And then after that, I was like, okay, nothing really changed that dramatically about my body, even though I stopped working out. So now I want to try adding in different foods. So I wouldn't allow myself to eat potatoes, banana, fruit, anything. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start adding these in a little bit at a time and just see what happens, you know? So I remember I would only allow myself to eat those starchy carbs on Saturdays because Saturdays were my cheat days. So on Saturdays, I would like binge on sweet potato fries, binge on bananas, binge on acai bowls because I wouldn't allow myself to have those every other day of the week. So when I was like, okay, I need to zoom out and figure out what really I I need to do to move past this, to move forward, to be in a really good relationship with movement, with food, with my body, with my mental health. So I just start, I remember I ate a banana on a Tuesday and I was like, oh my gosh, I never eaten a banana during the week before. Like what's going to happen to my body? And I, and I felt fine and nothing happened. I didn't wake up 10 pounds heavier and you know, nothing happened. I really just enjoyed the banana. And that's when I was just like, oh my gosh, what have I been doing all these years? And really when I was in that place of over-exercising, under eating, being really paranoid about what I was consuming my body was a wreck. Like not only was I, I was probably 15 pounds heavier, but I was also, my digestion was so horrible. Like I was only going to the bathroom one time a week and my stomach was always distended. I was always bloated. I just felt like I had so much just gunk and toxins. My skin was really red all the time. My stomach was always like hard like a rock and it was really red it was really painful and my i had really bad acne i was just like so much inflammation and my body was like screaming for me to nourish it and help it and actually be kind to it 
So once I started slowly adding in, you know, cutting back on cardio, adding in more strength training, you know, including more fruits in my diet and sleeping more and really focusing on rest and recovery and not so much just putting my body through the grinder, that's when everything shifted. And I actually, in the first three weeks of me not working out one time, I lost, I think like seven or 10 pounds, like super quickly. And it's a lot of water, water weight. It's a lot of inflammation, but still I was like, Oh my gosh, my body was just like, thank you, Melanie. Like, thanks for listening to me. And thank you for being gentle with me right now. And I just realized this is that cycle of so many women are in that of really just tearing their bodies down and doing way too much. So my whole philosophy is let's live in that gray area. Let's don't, don't worry about extremes. Don't worry about labels. Don't worry about, you know, exercising twice a day. Let's start small. Let's live in that, in that gray balanced area. Because I, I feel like, you know, society and people in general, they always have to be all or nothing. It's like I'm dieting or I'm, or I'm not dying at all. And I don't care what I'm eating or I'm working out seven days a week or I'm not working out at all. And there's just so much labels and rules. And I just said, fuck the rules. Like, I don't want to follow any of that. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm going to eat when I want. I'm going to move my body. I'm going to get, I'm going to focus on getting stronger and I'm going to focus a lot more on the inner work and mindset work and just building up my confidence and being able to rest and recover properly so that I can hit all these other goals that I want to hit. Like I can still have physical goals and it doesn't mean that I have to lose 10 pounds overnight. It's like, let's work slowly towards those goals. And so I just realized like, oh my gosh, so many women are in the same cycle because the more that I kept opening up about it, more women kept just speaking up and saying, oh my gosh, you're in my head. Oh my gosh, this is me. And so I just was like, huh, let me just make a program that really encompasses all of what I've been, you know, going through for the past seven years. Let me make this program where it can include movement and mindset and nutrition and just total body wellness and like helping women to actually realize you can work smarter, not harder. You don't have to kill yourself to look a certain way. And that's really just what I wanted to, I wanted women to feel empowered and just really look at taking care of themselves and look at movement, look at nutrition as self-care. It's not to look a certain way or drop a certain, you know, body fat percentage or get, you know, sculpted abs or shoulders. It's, I just want to fucking feel good. I want to be able to play with my kids. I want to be able to have time with my friends. I want to be able to sleep in. I want to be able to have snacks. I want to be able to go out to dinner. Like you can have your life. You can have it all. You can be everything that you want to be without killing yourself and hating your body and eating lettuce and carrots all freaking day. Cause who wants to do that? That's really where I came up with my program, which is, uh, it's called the lean for life method. So now I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm pivoting to helping women because I've just grown as a woman. I've grown as an entrepreneur. I've grown as a mom. So now I'm, I'm pivoting what I'm offering a little bit, but yeah, that's just, I want, I really want to just empower women to learn more about their bodies, their hormones, how it works and to help them realize let's work smarter, not harder. So I know that was a little, that was a lot, but I hope that all made sense. And thanks for letting me share that. I love that. I love that. So if you're listening to this, if you can't remember anything that Melanie is about to share, all the golden nuggets of wisdom today, eat a damn banana on a Tuesday. If you can today without questioning it, well, today's not Tuesday, but you get Thursday, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever day of the week, um, Melanie, first of all, there are so many profound discoveries that I could capture in your words and they resonated so deeply with me because I was a marathoner I was under eating I was starving myself I was on a grapefruit and egg diet for four weeks you know I was smoking so I don't have appetite which is really healthy you know kind of being proud of it I didn't have breakfast I didn't have lunch today look my dinner is a cookie and I'm smoking so absolutely unhealthy and ridiculous patterns that definitely resonated with me so much. And if it did, I'm sure there are millions of women who are, who gone through the, who have gone through this, who are going through this currently, who are thinking about trying something like this. And I'm so happy you're spreading this light in the world, world and the hope that different life is possible. The life in the rainbow zone or gray zone, instead of sticking to those polarized opinions you have to start you have to overdo and train mm -hmm. so i want to the story your story is absolutely beautiful i love Thank i love you. when you share it and 
then the perspective we're talking about in this episode, we wanted to talk about uh, digestive health because it's such a massive pillar of health. And I know you're focusing on these three things, self-care, strength training, and digestive health. Let's dive into a little bit deeper. I want to pick your brain about digestive health. What did you discover in your own journey? What do you think most women are missing out on? And because we see that people do things like, let's get a probiotic, you know, let's mm-hmm. get a sauerkraut. That will do. It's <laughs> not all. And I know that you're a nutrition therapy consultant. You know so much more on this. That's so funny that you mentioned just the probiotic and fermented foods and people just think if they add those in that that's going to solve all of their issues. And for some like unicorn woman species, whatever that is, it does. Like some women just can eat whatever they want and they literally have no issues whatsoever with their digestion. But the majority of of women that I meet and every single client that I've worked with over the last two and a half years has dealt with some sort of digestive issue, whether that is constipation, diarrhea, irregularity, um, bloating, gas, burping, heartburn, whatever it is, it, women deal with it. And we have been taught that it's normal. Like I remember reading in, it was one of those magazines like self or health, health or shape, whatever it was. But they were saying that as long as you're, as long as you poop, if like, it's normal for you to poop three times a week, that's normal. Like that's, that's you. Everyone's body is different. And I was, and I believed that for so long. I was like, oh, maybe my body is just meant to poop one time a week. And oh, that could not be further from the truth. You should be pooping every single freaking day, preferably in the morning, but you should be pooping every single day to eliminate those toxins, eliminate, you know, those ex- excess hormones, eliminate excess estrogen from your body in order to have just really healthy, happy, balanced hormones. And I always say like stress and hormones rule a woman's body. And if those are not in check, let's not focus on weight loss or hitting a PR in the gym. Let's focus on getting you regular first. Let's focus on balancing your hormones first. Let's get, let's focus on getting your digestion in tip top shape first because everything else will either happen along the way just as a cherry on top, or it'll be so much easier and faster to hit those goals once we're all set in, in like in our bodies, you know? So there's, I mean, there's tons of things, there's tons of, you know, misconceptions around digestive health and, and, you know, what it, where it stems from, what it is. But I really think that the biggest things are your environment and not only, you know, where you are living, but like who you're surrounding yourself with, your stress, how you manage your stress, how much you're sleeping, how much water you're drinking. Like people always like to jump to extremes again, like, oh, I just need, I need this $60 probiotic every month, or I need to buy this, you know, kefir drink, or I need to buy this coconut yogurt, and that's going to solve all my problems. And they're not really addressing the root issue, which is like, wait a second, like, are you sleeping enough? Are you eating enough? Are you under eating? Are you, you know, how do you, how do you handle stress? Like, what do you do? Um, you know, are you eating too late at night? Are you, whatever that is. Are you working out too much? Are you doing too much cardio? What other foods are you eating in your diet? Are you eating dairy? Are you eating gluten? Are you sensitive to anything that you're currently eating? Like people don't like to look at that. They just like to jump to, they want a bandaid. They want a quick fix. And I'm not about quick fixes. I'm not about cookie cutter programs. I look at the individual and their lifestyle because me and you, we could have, we have totally different lives. I have different stressors than you have. You have different stressors than I have. Our schedules are different. Our routines are different. Everything about our lives are different. So of course, everyone has to be treated differently. But I think a lot of people just jump to a a conclusion or like an expensive quick fix, or they go get all this testing done before getting back to the basic healthy habits. And it could be as simple as drinking more water throughout the day and preferably room temperature water. That is amazing for digestion. Um, it could be as simple as chewing your food and sitting down when you're eating. So, so many people, especially women, we think that we have to be everything for everyone and be everywhere all the time. And we never take time for ourselves even to eat. So just like literally sitting down. And if you could sit on the floor, that's even better for digestion, but sitting down and chewing your food because digestion is a north to south process. It starts up here, well, I'm pointing to my head, my brain, starts in your brain. When you think about food or you smell food, 
your body, it like secretes those enzymes, right? So it goes in your mouth, like you're chewing that food, you need to break down that food. So it sounds gross, but I always tell people like, make sure you're chewing your food until it's all liquid in your mouth and then you could actually swallow it. That is what actually helps to jumpstart proper digestion. So just getting back to the basics and of course, you know, eating your sleeping enough, managing your stress. And if you are super stressed, kind of knowing, I always talk about a stress bucket with my clients. So, you know, you have your bucket, you fill it with work, kids, family, school, all these other responsibilities. Then if you add on top of that, you're irregular, you're constipated, you're dealing with a, a relationship problem, you're dealing with a work problem, you know, you're dealing with a, with a kid problem, whatever that is, you're just adding to that bucket. And then if you add on top of that, running a, five, a 5K every morning, doing, you know, CrossFit five times a week, that is just adding more stress to your stress bucket. So we have to work on eliminating those stressors and doing what we can in order, in order to have that happen. And of course there's, you know, there's supplements that I would recommend to pretty much everyone. Again, recommendations, I'm not your doctor, but you know, even starting with a simple digestive enzyme to help your body or some HCL to, you know, to produce that stomach acid that we need in our bodies will help you with your digestion, getting a really good quality probiotic People stop buying your probiotics and your vitamins from Walgreens or Costco or Sam's Club. Like, do not buy those. There's definitely, you know, supplements are something that are an investment and it's not a band aid either. So, you don't need like 30 supplements a day to be healthy. You just need ones for your specific body. But my biggest thing that I want women to take away from this is zoom out instead of jumping to like the latest fad or the latest trend or just sipping bone broth all day. Like, Let's look at your daily habits, your daily routines, and get back to the freaking basics and go from there. Because who knows? It could just be, oh, I wasn't sleeping enough, or oh, I was too rushed in the morning leaving my house that I, I never gave my body time to relax and actually go to the bathroom in the morning. So those little things here and there, let's just zoom out and focus on that first, and then we could deal with the rest. Does that make sense? It does, absolutely. And those are beautiful, like baseline habits that I feel like every woman should look at because we're going for those aesthetics often mm -hmm. before we dive in how our body should look, how we think we should, how much we should lose weight and your body might be already at a good weight, but you're still looking to lose and you're not focusing on what's important, supporting your body from within your immune system, your uh, stress levels, just all of it, digestive health, health related things, hormonal health, I feel like, which so many women, I was just working with a doctor to take my uh, gym performance, my athletic performance to the next level. And you know what's surprising? I actually had some personal tweaks to make. And I thought of myself as an extremely healthy person. But once mm -hmm. I done some deeper testing, not one of those tests you can get off the shelf and just send out. Yeah. No, actually working with someone and taking it to the next level, doing deep blood work. Most of our doctors won't do that because that's not their focus, right? Yep. And yep. taking that, dissecting it and looking that I was amazed how many things stem from digestion and hormones. And I know you and I know those things. We teach mm -hmm. those things, but there are so many more levels. You described the baseline levels like water, good sleep, being regular, doing, making sure you're at supplementing with someone's help. I feel like that's where we're making a mistake. And I must just say we, because I was there too, just buying mm. supplements from Target. Yeah. I was thinking someone said so, like Sarah, it worked for Sarah next door. So it <laughs> should work for me, right? Yeah, exactly. And if you were to take it a level deeper, let's say someone's listening to this and kind of going through this checklist saying, hey, I have all of this. I'm already doing, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm not too stressed, I'm drinking water, I'm taking digestive enzymes, but I'm still struggling with losing weight, I'm still not regular, and I'm not, I have those symptoms, that gas, bloating. Where do you take the person next? Where a person should look? Obviously, with the help of a health coach, I believe in that so deeply. Where would you take them next? Yeah, so if a, if a person comes to me and they're like, I'm, I'm taking the supplements, I'm drinking the water, I'm making sure I'm sleeping, I would honestly, like those are all tangible things that we can do day to day. Like, I mean, if they're tracking their macro, so if they know that they're in a deficit, but they're still not losing weight, then they're not at a deficit, at a true deficit, because what we can do to our body so often is, especially as women, we undereat, and all that does is downregulates our metabolism. So even if we think that we, if we still are trying to lose weight, 
let's say, you know, we're, we're working out and we are, we're tracking our, our calories and, you know, we're eating, most women are not eating enough in general. So most women just think like 1300 calories, 1200 calories, I'm going to lose weight. So they're working out, they're eating 1200 calories and they're like, okay, that worked for the first couple of weeks. Now I'm going to up my workouts and I'm going to lower my calories pretty soon. And this is the cycle that a lot of women get into is they basically like get stuck between a, a rock and a hard place because they can't really add in any more workouts because they won't have time for a life and they can't really eliminate or take away any more calories because that's freaking dangerous. You know, what are you going to have like 800, 900, a thousand calories? Like that's insane. But so many women just get stuck in this cycle and they still, they're not at the weight that they want to be at. And they still have all these other issues because they're not eating enough. There's, their body is in this like fight or flight mode constantly because it's not being nourished. So in that case, when, what I have to do with a lot of my clients who come to me that are in this place, they're like, I'm doing soul cycle seven days a week and I'm eating, you know, just fruits and vegetables. I'm only eating 1200 calories. I don't understand why I can't lose weight. And I'm like, well, how long have you been doing this? And it's, you know, a few months, six months, a year. So it's going to take your body some time to come out of that hole because you've put your metabolism into this hole and your metabolism, like we want it to be flexible. We want it to be, you know, we want it to adapt, but our bodies are so smart and it's smarter than you. And the, the less you eat, the less your, your body burns, the less your metabolism has to work. And the more that you eat, the stronger that you get, the more muscle that you have on you, the faster your metabolism is. So something that I have to work with my clients on a ton is reverse dieting. So getting them out of that hole and getting them to a really healthy maintenance phase, staying there for a little bit, and then working on, on cutting. So really working on getting their, getting their calories as high as possible while maintaining as, as, as best as possible. And then once their calories at a, a really good healthy point and, you know, and slowly backing off on cardio, slowly adding in weight training, once we can meet again at the top and once their calories at are a really healthy point, then we can focus on that weight loss. But I mean, a lot of those symptoms come up like the gas, the bloating, the irregularity, uh, you know, skin issues, uh, you know, brain, brain fog, mental clarity, all of those things can also stem from just your body being under stress by, by not eating enough and over-exercising or just not handling your stress properly. Even if you're eating all the kale in the world, you're hitting your four liters of water, you're getting eight hours of sleep every night. If day-to-day -day your body is still constantly under stress, nothing else is going gonna, is gonna to work out. So it does help to just kind of dig you out of that hole at first. And not focus on weight loss first, but really focus on getting you to a healthy place. And then it'll be so much easier for all of those things to happen once you're at a really healthy place. Does that make sense? It does. And absolutely, because I faced so many women, so can definitely resonates with me because so many clients came to me with shocking number of calories. And I worked in CrossFit for a while. Um, I don't know if I shared this with you. I worked as a coach and I was doing macros that time but with mm. athletes and most women were just paralyzed by fear, adding more food to their plate. They were sending the pictures and they were scared to put half a sweet potato on because yeah. they were in, under impression that they're going to get bulky, too mm -hmm. big, gain too much fat. And oh my goodness. But, and also one of the stories lately in the last two weeks, I talked to someone on discovery call. She was fasting for three days. She was tiny. She was under 120 pounds, I believe. And she she gained some weight. She's very, very petite. And I understand, okay, she gained 20 pounds in three months. It tells me a lot. But she was fasting for three days, and then she would eat 50 calories a day for a few days until she couldn't handle it anymore. Oh, my gosh. It was terrifying. And I was trying to, and she enjoyed it. And I was like, are you really enjoying this? And it was shocking to me, you know, because it comes from, not from your belly. It come, doesn't come from your plate. It comes from the stuff between your ears. It comes from the gray matter that gets into the mode of, I have to do this to myself to look a certain way. Yeah. That's mortifying to me as a coach oh, because so sad. there's so many layers to, you can only imagine to go there, right? The emotional trauma, whatever that goes under that. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, if you're a woman, once in your lifetime, you definitely struggle with emotional eating, with stress eating, with indigestion and all of those things. So I want you to sort of take a step back listening to Melanie and look at the areas of your life that need help. 
not only your digestion that definitely needs help. Everybody could do better. I believe mm-hmm. But at other areas of life that you may not think about, that stress is actually affecting you, that lack of sleep, even one hour sleep deprivation will affect your decisions next day and your digestion, things like that. Melanie, you have so much to share. I'm curious. I always love to, love to take like a peek in people's lives deeply closely. Uh, <laughs> what are your personal habits related to digestion, to nutrition that you're proud of, or if you feel like they're so ingrained in you, you can't live without them? Ah, oh, yeah, that's a really great question. And it makes me think because I have been, I've been in a really good place with food and my body for probably the past, I would probably say like the past two years is like, really where I've just gotten a lot more confident and comfortable in my skin. And I think also just, it's a, it's a huge mental thing too, because I'm not, I have nothing against stay at home moms. Like that is a full time fucking job. Like, oh my gosh. But I just knew like I, I can't, I couldn't just be a stay at home mom. Like my sister is the greatest mom that I've ever seen before in my life. And she was made to be a mom. Like literally her, that is her job. And she fucking rocks at it. I, I'm a good mom, but I need, I need my other identities too. And that was a huge turning point for me was like actually going after what I wanted and working on doing the inner work, doing the mindset work, getting at a really comfortable place with my career and my relationship. And those things all played a huge role in my overall health because when I was happier in other areas of my life, it just, it made me happier in my body. It made me happier in my skin. And when I was just living in my truth and living more authentically and just not giving a fuck about what anyone thinks or says and just sharing my truth on social media and whether that means like, you know, not dressing like a mom, like I don't dress like a mom and that's okay. And you know, smoking weed and doing psychedelics and still being on the PTA, like that is all health to me. And that is like a healthy lifestyle. You can have it all. And I just think like when people are looking at health or habits, it's like, I'm drinking water, I'm sleeping. I'm and it's like, no, look at your environment. Look at who you're surrounding yourself with. Look at what you're doing every single day with your job, your career, what you're sharing, what you're consuming, like that all plays into your own health. Um, so I think I've been at a really great place where I'm just, I, I love growth. I love self-development and that also just helps me on my health journey. And it also just pushed it into perspective. Like I want to be healthy for my family, for my kids. I want to be able to show up for my clients. I want to be able to go to work every day and feel energized and happy. So obviously I just, I want to be healthy for all of that. But really what has helped me and what has really just ingrained these habits into me is letting go of labels and letting go of rules and just really trusting myself that I know what's best for my body and my body will always know the answer for me. And my body is always trying to help me. And because before when I would get bloated or constipated or break out, I would hate my body. I would be mad at my body. And now when I'm bloated, I'm like, huh, thank you, body. This is information for me. Like, what are you trying to tell me? Did I eat something that didn't agree with you? Okay, I'm sorry. Let me fix that. Like, it's literally, I just look at it as information now. Is it uncomfortable? Yeah. Do I have bad days when I look in the mirror? Fuck yeah. Like everyone does. But I just look at everything as information now. And everything is so second nature since I've let go of rules. So, you know, even just getting up for my morning movement, that I don't even think twice about that. Like I have to have my morning movement because I need that quiet time before my kids get up, before the rest of the world gets up to, you know, move my body, get my steps in, do a workout in silence, like in my own home and just have that alone time. Like I need that. That makes me a better wife, a better mom, a better, a better employee, a better entrepreneur, everything, you know, drink, making sure I drink my four liters of water because I know that that helps keep me regular and it helps keep my energy up and it helps keep, it helps keep me full. Like everything has a reason. It's not just like, oh, I should be doing that. So I have to do that. When you put a reason behind something, and that's a huge, that's a huge point of like how I work with clients. I don't just like to tell them, do this, do this, do this. It's like, hey, let's do this so that you can feel like this. And this is really beneficial for this part of your life. I like to tell them the why and the reasoning because when we do that, we're more likely to actually stick to it. So like my water is not just because like water's good for you. You need to be hydrated. It's like, 
yo, water helps your skin. It helps your digestion. It helps your energy. It helps everything. You need water to be healthy. So it's no problem for me to drink water. Same thing with vegetables. Like the more veggies that I eat, the more regular I am and the better I feel, the more energized I feel and the, and the more I can get done in my day without constantly being hungry. So it's like, okay, I'm going to eat mostly veggies. Like I'm mostly plant-based and I have no, no rules. Like I'll eat meat, I'll eat fish, I'll eat seafood. The only things I don't do are gluten and dairy. Again, not because they're bad for you. Like people can have gluten and dairy. I just don't because they don't agree with my body and it's not worth it for me. Maybe if I'm at a really fancy restaurant in Chicago and I'm at my favorite place and I want to get something with cheese on it, amazing. As long as I know how I'm going to feel afterwards. But I hope this is making sense into adding in habits, not just because they're quote unquote good, but because you know the reasoning behind it and you know how they make you feel. So like for me, it's my morning movement, my water, my sleep, and being able to have my, my entire morning routine before I start work. Um, surrounding myself with, you know, really great friendships and keeping a close circle of people that I know love me and support me and that I could always go to. Like all of that plays into your healthy lifestyle. It's not just about what you're eating and the workouts that you're doing. It's literally everything that you come into contact with in your day-to-day -day life. So I would just want more people to realize that and to realize like, yo, we need everything in line for us to feel good. It's not just checking things off a list. It's actually checking in with yourself and saying, how does this feel to me? Am I in tune with my body? Do I know what's going on? Most people, they, don't, they forget that they, that they bloat or they're like, oh, this is normal. I always feel like this. It's like, are you actually in tune with your body? Like, are you just getting bloated after you eat you know, bread every single day? Maybe let's connect those dots and work on that. Most people don't think about that. They're just so go, 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 checking off a list, checking off boxes and they don't actually look at the full picture. So I just want people to look at the full picture of health. And um, yeah, I hope that, that that makes sense. It does, and I feel like this uh, 360 degree approach to health helps so many of your clients have beautiful success stories and help you personalize your habits. Because mm -hmm. I know that I know how disciplined and organized you are. You are probably like the, the hero in my world, even though I'm very disciplined and organized in terms of habits and in terms of day and structure, all of that. But I also absolutely adore how in tune you are with your body, how much you experimented to get to this point, because it didn't just come to you one day when you're committed to a habit or five habits a day, right? Water movement and other things, right? You yeah. tried and figure out what works for you, what does not, what your body is aligned with. When does it feel best? And that's when you kind of sifted through those multiple, multiple layers, you figure out what's your, the powerhouse of habits that you need. It's those, uh, Peter Shaw says, hinging points in terms yeah. of health, right? So those are beautiful aspects of your health that you shared with us. How, and you mentioned that, I know that you know it, so many women are out of touch because they, we've been taught, we've been uneducated and miseducated, misinformed on those things. How to get better to be in touch at being in touch with your body, the connection between your body, the signals, the data is sending you and actions that you need to take. Do you have yeah. Any suggestions? Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of the time I will have my clients start with just a food mood journal and just journaling in general is super helpful. So, um, but especially when they're coming to me with, you know, these concerns about whether it be their weight, their skin, their digestion, their hormones, their period, whatever it is, I like, we need data. We need to know what's going on day to day. I want you to be in tune with your body. And when I talk about that, most people are like, oh, well, I'm not, this, this didn't make me bloated. So it's, it's fine. And people just look to like the stomach to really tell. And yeah, sometimes like you will get bloated after a certain meal or after you do something, but it's like, are you looking at how your skin, are you like your energy, your sleep, your brain fog, like your mental clarity, all of those other things like eczema, anxiety, your mood, like that also tells a huge story of like for your body. So what I'll have them do is, especially for like the first week of working together, I'll have them keep a food mood journal. So, and the time of everything. So like, you know, even when they get up, are they having water or are they having coffee first? What time is that? And how do they feel afterwards? Everything from their head down to their toes. So you're, you know, do you have a headache? Are you, do you feel foggy? You know, does your, do you have heartburn? 
Do you have gas, bloating? Are you, do, you know, did you have diarrhea after you had coffee? Like all of those things just to get in tune and touch with their bodies and what's actually happening when they're consuming these, the same foods day after day, the same drinks day after day and you know, how they're handling stress. So I'll even have them write down like their work day. Did anything come up for them? What was, what was a big stressor for them? How do they handle that? How do they feel when they got home that day? Everything. And at the end of the week, people, it's like mind boggling because they're like, oh my gosh, I, why did I never take the time to like actually look at this? And you know, I've been, I've been doing this every single day and I feel like shit every single day. Like, why did I never connect those dots? And it's no one's fault. It's just the society that we live in is so go, 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 hustle, hustle, like just push it under the rug. We'll figure it out later. That's why I think it's, it's so important for people to invest in help, invest in something like I invested with my help with, you know, with my health, with my digestion. I spent thousands of dollars on doctors and supplements and, you know, tests in order to get to the root cause of what was going on. You know, I spent thousands of dollars to help me get my business up and off the ground. Like Sometimes you just have to invest and have an outsider's perspective come in and be like, okay, are we doing X, Y, and Z? No, let's start there. So it really just helps to get those other eyes on what's going on. But I would highly encourage just starting a journal, just a mood journal, food journal, and just always correlating like your energy, your skin, your sleep, your digestion with the foods that you're eating with, you know, what's going on that day with work, with what's going on that day, you know, in your personal life, what you're drinking, you know, are you drinking wine every single night? And how do you feel after that? So just writing it, writing it down and actually looking at it at the end of the day and connecting those dots and being your own advocate and asking questions and not just pushing things under the rug. It's really eye-opening once we're super fucking honest with ourselves and we actually see it in plain sight. That's when we could actually fix a, a problem or a condition. Like the first step is awareness. So that's just, that's what I have them do first. And that's been really, really helpful. So I would highly suggest that to anyone who just wants more information and to be more connected with their bodies. Yeah. And that's such a simple, you would think like, what does, was it, was it, what is it going to do? Just yeah. it down, but it's going to do a lot. Honestly, I'm a true believer that definitely agree with you on this topic, because if you can't measure data, you can't manage your habits, right? If you yep. can't measure what your body signals gives you. And I absolutely love the approach that you, not many people talk about digestion this way. I, I know that you know that not many people connect all of the aspects, environmental mm. mindset, our emotions and all of that. And to shift gears a little bit and to start wrapping this up, even though yeah. I don't want to let you go, <laughs> you, I know that you have a really cool nickname when it comes to digestion. <laughs> big clients call you. I'm going to call you out on this. I love it. I own it. My clients call me the poop queen and I love it. <laughs> I love it. I, uh, it was like when I first started uh, with my group coaching program, I remember my one client, she messaged me and she's like, Melanie, I, this is the first time in two years that I haven't had to take Pepto-Bismol every single day wow. just to get her poops like regular and a good consistency. And I was like, girl, you were taking Pepto-Bismol every single day. She's like, yeah, just to like feel good. She's like, this is the first time in two years that I haven't had to do that. And that, and she's like, you are the poop queen. I was like, fuck yeah, I am the poop queen. I'm going to own it. So it's just, it's funny now. And I just, I, I don't care like talking about poop. Everyone fucking poops. It's normal. It's a really healthy thing. We need it. And I, I don't mind talking about it. So yeah, that's my nickname. I put you on a spot that I, you own it. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure. I feel like I would go into strength training and other aspects because you have a beautiful mindset you created over time. You've learned so much. You've grown so much. And it's such a pleasure to have you here. Before I let you go, I want you to do two things for me, please. One of them would be what, you, what advice, what piece of advice would you give to my listeners who are struggling with digestion, who know that they have an issue because our gut always is telling us you have an issue, what they should do. And the second piece, where can they find you and what's going on in your life and business right now? Yeah, definitely. So that's such a loaded question because I would have so many questions for someone who came to me and they're like, I'm struggling with my digestion. I'd, you know, I'd want to be like, well, what are you eating? What are you drinking? What are you doing for your workouts? What are your, what does your life look like right now? What are your stressors right now? So 
I guess my biggest piece of advice, um, I mean, would be one, ask for help, like ask questions, be your own advocate, do your own research, but also get back to those basics that we were talking about. So zoom out instead of like, like saying like, oh, I need to buy this test. I need to do this. Like zoom out and be like, okay, let me look at my water. Let me look at my sleep. Let me look at the food. Let me take a food. Let me keep a food mood journal. Like be your own fucking advocate and fight for your body and be a, like be your body's friend because your body wants to be your friend. You don't have to be against each other. So that'd be my, my advice there. And then as far as just where you can find me, what I'm up to, um, I post the majority of my stuff and just to stay in the loop on Instagram. So you can find me at Melanie underscore Morton underscore. And yeah, that's where I post all like my latest updates. You can sign up right now for the waitlist for my new program is called the MILF method. So it's going to include, yes, like the movement, the mindset, nutrition, but I'm also going to be talking about just overall, like not just being a mom. Like when someone becomes a mom, you're not just a mom. Like you can still be fucking sexy. You can still, you know, smoke some weed. You can do some mushrooms. You could like still fucking have a success, a successful seven figure business. You can run your household. You can be a fucking badass boss. And you can, like, you can literally have it all. And I just, I really want to show moms like that they can show up, they can feel empowered and that they could still be a wife, a friend, whatever they want to be when they become a mom and still take really good care of themselves. So that's in the, that's in the works right now. That's going to be mainly on YouTube, Instagram. So just follow me on Instagram for all those updates. But other than that, yeah, that's, that's all I got for you. You're a badass. You are <laughs> one of my biggest heroes. And I appreciate you being here today, sharing those awesome things. Guys, you're listening. Make sure to follow Beth, uh, Melanie's stories and never boring. Never, ever. <laughs> you always have something that is going to surprise people. So Aww. truly love you and appreciate you so much for showing up here and sharing your, your heart, your story, your wisdom with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for your sweet words. And it's been so amazing just watching you just be you and be authentic and share your gifts with the world. You're just such a genuine, authentic human. And I love the way that you support other women. And I just, I, I can't wait to see what you do next. So thank you so much for having me. I would Love a little part two if you're ever up for it. I've enjoyed talking with you so much. Um, so yeah, I had so much fun. Thank you. Thank you, Melanie. We'll talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.